Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a new episode of the Path to Partner podcast. My name is Kyle, and I'm joined here by my co-host, as always, Gnarly Nate. How are you, Nate? Howdy, howdy, howdy. How are you doing? I'm doing well. It feels, feels weird reintroducing ourselves and asking that question when we're, you know, doing that back-to-back episode. Oh, we I know. It's week. so weird. It's all good, though. It's good to see you guys back in here. Yeah, it's good to have everyone back in. Last week, well, la- 10 minutes ago slash last week, we talked about Outlook on the podcast. This week, we wanted to talk about something that I think is... You and I have been talking about this off air for a while, um, but we're in this really weird season on Twitch where it feels like people are violating a lot of Twitch etiquette. And so we're going to kind of segue. We'll either talk Twitch etiquette in a proper way towards the end of this episode or in a whole other one. We'll see what time allows for this. But what I want to say is feels like a lot of viewers out there kind of muddying the water when it comes to Twitch etiquette. And so I thought we could get a really good conversation out of who owns your content and to kind of set up or, you know, frame this conversation for today. There've been a lot of people coming by streams and they're coming and they may, they might be someone that's been a super loyal viewer for the last couple of months. And they've just been coming in. It feels more than recent to both of our streams and they are, trying to provoke arguments or they're really critical of content right away. They may be, uh, the one I want to share in this episode is I had someone that really attacked me for trying out the sub-only streams on Twitch in a, like they they wound up being a mature person via DMs, but I had to be the one to go the extra mile to try and get the maturity out of them. So kudos on them for coming around, but the way they reacted was not of a sane, well-minded person at the time. Like, they went way overboard. And so we're kind of talking about what what is that about? What's this, like, high overreaction rate on, on Twitch right now? And again, who owns the content? Because what we talked about last week with Outlook is you've got to play something you enjoy. You have to be enjoying what you do. That's what the people really come for, is to enjoy you having fun. But that sometimes comes in conflict because when you change what you enjoy, you know, natural things to, you know, cycle through games or anything like that. But sometimes they feel very offended by that. And I think you kind of you went and shared a little bit of that last week. Right, Nate? Yeah. Um, so I I recently have been um, I, I just need a little bit of break. You know, I've been grabbing playing ESO every single day for 40 to 60 hours a week for the last six months. So I just need a little bit of a break. A little refresher before going to TwitchCon and, um, you know, because that's kind of like a vacation. So it's kind of a detriment to my 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 growth and everything anyways, just taking a week off and just always going to do stuff. So I was like, OK, well, you know, there's there's a few spoopy games coming out and there is a uh, you know, there's like a few other games I'm really interested in. So I recently um, switched to a different game. I was like, okay, you know, this or well, I was actually I was still playing Elder Scrolls before I was going to switch over. And um, I was like, well, you know, yeah, guys, like, unfortunately, this next week until this weekend where we're going to be doing a amazing charity event. I was like, I'm not going to be playing ESO. I'm going to play a couple games and then I will go into ESO because we'll be doing this 12 hours a day. And I had a viewer come in and be like, well, I'm going to unfollow because you're not playing the game I want you to be playing. And it was almost like a sense of entitlement. Like you do you like they almost like they didn't have to say it. They did it on purpose in spite of you. Like and like that it, they wanted me to have a bad day is kind of how they're getting around to it. And um, yeah, it just feels like for some reason lately people have been um, 
not the best on Twitch lately. And it, mm-hmm. it, I don't know if it's like this recent cancel culture thing that's kind of going around or what. So um, I'm glad we were definitely talking about this topic. I love it because I, so I would say, you know, I, I like to consider myself like an armchair psychologist or something like that. And a little bit of philosopher, too, in that way. Very, very armchair, you know, nothing more than most basic college classes in it. But I'm I'm enamored by the way people act. I don't think anything is really random myself. Like, I, I think we are kind of just like machines, you know, one part of the algorithm makes the other thing happen. And that doesn't mean that the operator, like the standard person, knows why they're acting this way. But I also think that, you know, kind of not knowing why you're doing something doesn't excuse bad behavior, right? And and it makes me so wonder, like hearing you say that, someone came into your chat and they said, I, w- I will unfollow you if you continue to play other games, whoa, like you mentioned the word entitlement there. And that's what I, I had a conversation very similar with my chat and they used the word entitlement in, in a very similar context. Um, I cannot help but feel like you got it right on the money when you, when you said that, because what does drive a person to go out of their way to say, publicly in your case right right in the middle of your twitch chat yep if you continue to do this thing that i'm not fully in agreement with i'm just gonna unfollow you well my brain kind of goes okay well um so they want to kind of control what you're doing right they they want you to do exactly what they want they want you to be doing what they want and if you go against that boom you're done to them they don't want that anymore you failed them you're off their list so much so to the point that they're not just going to do it. You know, that's not enough for them in this case. They they need to project it. They need to amplify it. They need to say, hey, you're not doing what I want, so I am going to unfollow you, which kind of then makes an ultimatum, right? They're kind of forcing you into this kind of, oh, well, I guess if I want to make this person happy, I need to follow their demands but as a streamer holy crap that's not what we should be doing right that's what we talked about last week you should be playing what makes you happy because that's what you're gonna do i think probably the best at is having that genuine passion so can i ask if you care to share how you handled that sort of thing on the spot because that's intense yeah that was the whole thing where i was told well i have a rebellious spirit okay (laughs) And uh, I was like, well, that's fine. I was like, you can go find another broadcast. And I, I said it. And that's and I'm now I'm inflating it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, well, I was like, well, that well, that's fine. I'm going to probably be playing other content anyway. So um, I was like, I hope you have a good one. And that was it. And then uh, we just went right like it. But the thing is, is, since I've grown the community, the community has my back. Like mm-hmm. there was still like a hundred people in there being like, yeah, no, I'll watch. And uh, almost all, all of a hundred of those people have actually came in and watch just not all one time because you know it's not the content they want but a lot of those people i did retain a lot of them a lot of people sat back and did it so the thing is it's like it's almost one of those things where it's 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 like literally like it's like someone going to you know your house and staring you in the eyes and pouring a can of soda on your floor and expecting you to clean it up or i don't know it's just it's unfathomable at what happens and it's actually happened multiple times so um, it, it is very interesting to kind of see how everything plays out with this. And it's like 
I'm not going to be held back by it. I'm not going to do what they want me to do. It's my content. It's my show. And this is what I want. Like if I want to, if I want it for my own health reasons, then I want to play a video game that is almost like on the same lines and a little bit different. And I'm going to play, you know, like they don't dictate what I do. And that's, that's where like, that's one reason why me and Kyle definitely wanted to talk about this topic is just, Oh, I just really need to. It's almost like a venting session for me. So thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah, this will be a venting session because it, it's such a bad behavior. And the unfortunate thing is, and I'm going to be a little bit accusatory here. So I apologize if you don't know this isn't meant to offend you listener out there. But I, I want to draw this very big distinction because the more recent things that I've seen, and I think this person falls into this category, is they're not kids. The easy write-off is to say, well, that person, Nate, they were 15. They don't know. Actually, a lot of the things that I've been having, these really bad behaviors, these really bad outbursts, have been people, you know, I, I'm I'm going to be 28 here in a minute, and and you're you're not t- too much older yet. Yeah, Thirty one almost. Yep, we're about in the same. We're 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 basically in the same exact age bracket. These people are a lot of the times a little bit older than us, and it's like, well, okay, if you're you know if you're a thirty five Twitch viewer and you're you know acting like a teenager, unfortunately, you don't get the teenager excuse in my book. Like, I, I, not that I'm making excuses for like the thirteen year olds that are coming in and saying you know mean things, but I think as humans we always go up, ah, you know, hormones, age. They don't know any better yet. Oh my God, you've been around longer than I have, and you don't know any better. I I don't think I can make excuses for you. But what I like to do in my chat, because I I'll say I get this this what I'm going to say next. I get this a lot in the younger audiences, but the Hey Kyle, play this game, and I and I can often tell when it's a younger person, by the way, because they'll say a game that I definitely do not play, and was they, if they knew me at all, they'd know it's not a game I'm interested. Right? Like I'll get, are you going to play Fortnite? It's like, no, no, I'm I'm really <laughs> not. I'm I'm sorry. Like I, I I try and play it off as funny, but I'm clearly not a Fortnite player. And if you knew my channel at all, you'd know I'm not, and you would never really ask that sort of question. Um, it's also sometimes not even the question. It's more like, uh, why don't let's play Fortnite next? And it's like, that's, I don't even have Fortnite. I don't have an account. Like, and you can kind of tell uh, sometimes when it's an age thing. And I think that's why it gets all the more offensive to me when it's someone like the person you mentioned, who is someone ingrained in the community and should definitely know better than to try and demand something of a streamer like that. They are kind of placing a demand on you. Again, either you do this or I'm unfollowing you. What a terrible ultimatum to have someone put you in. Like you equated to, it's kind of like, I'm going to pour this soda on your floor. Now you need to clean it up. It's really rude. And I, I have one similar to share, I feel like, where I had someone, again, very notable in the community that we stream under who is definitely not a young teenager who has been very supportive of other streamers who heard me saying I wasn't so interested in the game anymore because of a couple very valid and, you know, reasons that I've, you know, explained in constructive criticism in the past. And they were so offended that they went and badmouthed me to all these other stream streamers. They badmouthed me to the game developers who thought it was ridiculous that they were even saying that about me. But it was like, what, what does drive someone like that to act so badly? Do you do you have any ideas? Is it just breaking down of etiquette? What's going on, Nate? Uh, I, like I said, there's probably perception, the way they're raised, the way that they kind of do stuff. It, 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 I think that what it is is they they spend so much time with you. Like if 
depending on how many hours they spend with you, they spend a lot of time. So I think a lot of people feel really close with you as a broadcaster, like because a lot of us are loners and a lot of us or like, you know, like they choose to spend time with you. So I think potentially they feel like they have they have they have the ability to direct what you're doing, even though there's hundreds of other people on your channel. I think that has a lot to do with it, because I don't under really understand why someone would come in and be like, Oh, you know, like this, I would need you to do this. And then you're like, no, I'm not going to do this. And that's kind of what goes down. So it is a very, um, it's a, it's a very hard thing. Cause I, like I said, I wish I was a psychologist. I wish I understood because like Kyle said, a lot of these, like, I understand if it's a kid, I understand, but when it's adults, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. And we do deal with a lot of adults here. So, um, especially in our directory. So it's, it's, it's crazy. So uh, you probably know Lynn in my community as one of my mods slash community managers there. She actually chimed in on a conversation completely parallel to what you're talking about. And she's very, I don't know, Lynn's background is is not in this, but she's like the, one of the most social, like un, uncertified social psychologists I can think of to ever ask questions to. She's very, very aware about this stuff. And she kind of likened it in this conversation separate, but equal to what you mentioned of it being this very asymmetrical relationship with streamers she said something like i'm kind of looking at it right now i'm skimming so apologies if any of this sounds out of place but she says people want their streamers to be accessible and down to earth it's really confusing that there's this lack of perception and the reality in the situation because and this is going to sound a little blunt but she says the streamer is not your friend like your friend from high school was the streamer is an entertainer and is trying to make a living you didn't really or you didn't likely tip and pay your friend for their services uh so why do you think the streamer in the same um sorry why do you think this streamer is in the same thing as a person who is individually invested as in you and a viewer and so again i'm sorry i'm, I'm pulling that out of context so it's not perfectly you know i'm, I'm mishmashing words and stuff but Basically, what Lynn's trying to draw this comparison to is the f the streamer dynamic. We do like to view our viewers as friends, but they aren't the same as your high school friend was. It just can't be that way unless you've been following that streamer for years. You know, 300 hours of watch time. What does that really tell you about your streamer uh, off stream? Like, do you really know it? I mean, 300 hours is not something to scoff at, right? That's a pretty significant like milestone i just pulled that out of my butt but you know that's a pretty <laughs> significant milestone and i think if if some viewers see that they might think well 300 hours i've invested so much time but is that is that the same that's not really the same as like a high school friend that you hung out with in person and you knew their positive and negative quirks and maybe more than that is the kind of that anonymity of the internet sort of situation cropping back up where you don't really know everything about the person because it's online and, and people sometimes feel free. Like, would that, would the person that came into your chat and said, if you continue playing other games, I will unfollow. Would they say that to their friend in real life, like growing up? Like, if you continue watching this TV show I don't approve of, I'm never talking to you ever again. I feel like they'd wind up sitting at the lunch table by themselves and everyone else would be having fun. Like that situation probably wouldn't fly IRL as much as it does online, but it feels weirdly similar. Am I, am I crazy? Is this making any no, sense? That, that, that makes, I never even thought of it that way. That is because that's one of the things where like, you know, it's like, I didn't get my way. So 
like this is what I'm going to unfollow or I'm not going to watch you anymore because you're not playing this game or you're not, you know, you change your content and you moved your direction to try to survive and grow because the, this industry is always moving and always changing paths. Like I remember back like five years ago, it was all about having flashy banners and stuff all over your screen and stuff like that. And like, imagine if someone's like, Oh, y'all know you, you removed that. So now I can't do it. it. But what Kyle said with the TV show or like, Hey, you know, you, you started, uh, you know, you're, you're wearing pink shoes now. Mm-hmm. So, and you're not wearing like the normal sneakers you wear. So we can't be friends. And it's just, it's such a petty way of going about it like and there's other ways you could do it like if you do like not like it they could have just they could have just not said anything and went away anyways and it wouldn't affect me in any way shape or form or affect the chat or like you know put any of those weird things in anyone's heads pulling out my fake psychology card for a second and saying does that so i i I hit an impasse with what you just said because i completely agree with you so why say it is it a that they think that their opinion is so valid and so righteous that everyone should hear it and it should directly, you know, bullseye hit the person? Or do they think that any feedback is good feedback? And to that, I would say you need before you ever deliver your feedback, maybe you need to learn how to deliver feedback because that person clearly doesn't know, you know, the right way to give feedback. There's a difference between saying, uh, those pink shoes are horrible and I hate you for wearing them versus like those pink shoes might clash with what you're already wearing. You know what I mean? Like there's there is a difference in how and that's not the best example, but there's a difference between how people deliver feedback. So I'm not sure. Is it that they feel like the feedback is so self-righteous and, and deserves to be delivered no matter the cost? Or is it something where they feel like they're doing good, even though I would argue they're actually doing harm? And I there's probably other options. Yeah, or are they trying to harm you as well and that their intent? Because I almost Mm -hmm. think there's I think there has to be intent in it. I don't know if maybe I'm just so naive and so like fun loving and have a pure joy for life that like I don't think people would like go in for intent harm or whatever, but it's almost like it has to be intentional. It does make me wonder, like people on the internet do like to see a reaction. And I think we've all at some point in our life wanted to be the person to get the final word into a conversation. And I mean, I I guess the simple, simple psychology answer might be to say, well, that person lacks control in their life. So they're trying to get that control over you. And I I believe that. I think that's a very common thing. I think I think that's where uh, we as streamers probably actually get the most from is people. I didn't. Oh, sorry. I didn't think about this, but there was there was a statement I heard and I can't remember who said I I think it was a political figure that no one likes. Um, <laughs> but there, there yeah, there's OK, so there's there's a the, if you see it this way, there's there's people that build these buildings, right? Like they can build a nice size building like you, they, they, t- they take the time, they learn architecture, they learn construction, they made the biggest, best building ever. And then you have people that can build an OK building. They don't they don't understand what's going on or whatever. And they build like a certain building. And since your building outshines their building, the way that they try to make their building the biggest and best is by ripping down the parts of your building to make their building shine. And it's just like I feel like that's how some people are, is they don't have a real like exciting life or they you know, they're not 
happy with their life or they see something you're doing and you're having a lot of fun with it, even if it's like you switched and now like or maybe yeah, they could potentially be it like they're not having fun with the game. They're seeing you're having fun with other games. So they want to rip down you so you don't have fun either. And that could potentially be a reasoning, too. I think that's exactly I mean, I, I can't agree with you more on that, really, because I think that that's exactly what I had said when I had my person that attacked me about having critiques of our, our Elder Scrolls online content. I feel this is my opinion of them. I'm imagining them. I know they've got some life situations. They have volunteered to be volunteers. The important work is assault. It's a decision. They volunteered to be a caregiver in life, which is very disempowering like that takes away your freedom takes away you know a lot of control over your life um and it makes me think that you know the game we play is a big outlet for them and so to hear any sort of criticism they they don't feel like they can deliver it so to hear anything from anyone else that's also dissenting about this one thing that they're over amping up you know putting it on a big pedestal and this 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 you guys need to equate this to your situations in your life because it's very applicable in many different ways you can find this sort of psychology works all over the place or i'm probably misusing even the term psychology for this but you can see where people invest all their they'll put all their eggs in one basket and then God forbid you critique that basket because they have made that thing. I, I, I want to say they're becoming codependent or something with a video game or maybe codependent with a streamer. It's not really codependency, though, right? The streamer it's like, the it's like a crutch almost. Uh-huh. It's like it's almost like they need it. They, they, it's, they don't. It's the like the, the ending stage. Yeah, they need like the crutch or they need a little help or something, you know, like that. And I think maybe they are dependent on on like the game or that but when it comes down to it it's like if you yeah go on Kyle well no I mean I think it ties directly (laughs) with what you were doing too that 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 person in chat looked at you as uh, a streamer that streams something they like well you know you may be damned if he does something I don't like um the scary thing is you actually see this sort of stuff in in like homicides and stuff too um which which is why people should be aware if they're doing this already because like it's it's behavior that i'm not saying you're going to go to murder overnight i'm not saying that but like this stuff isn't healthy these these reactions are not healthy and i don't know if people should feel necessarily ashamed if they've done this but it's something that you should really look at growing if you see that you're ha- handling situations like this please do look at like bettering yourself because these people that take a small online situation uh like my favorite streamer streaming something else is that enough to throw like a vase across the room? Because that's kind of how some of these people are handling it. And I'd like to use this opportunity to kind of segue to my most recent, which was I did a sub only stream on Sunday and it's the second one I've ever done. It was so sporadic. It was so random. It was like, I can't emphasize how unplanned this was. I sat down at my computer and I was like, you know what? streaming now but we're gonna do it for subs it's my one day off a week i only take sundays off it's that not part of my usual streaming schedule so it's a bonus day make it for stream for subs this person who i barely have ever spoken to i don't even know if they subscribe to my channel though they claim to went and posted in a fellow streamers discord is it bad is it shitty of me if i leave a streamers community because they did a sub only stream i just can't stand sub only streams i think it's terrible i think they're destroying their community i think it's the end of twitch and blah 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 blah. And i'm actually not really making many of those words up that's almost verbatim what they wrote i kid you not i read it to nate before the stream and what i was thinking is like my god that's like going into a, a grocery store and seeing that your favorite drink or something is priced up 10 cents and instead of just not buying it this week or instead of just buying it and going 
oh, well, 10 extra cents. Instead, that person chose to like literally throw objects around the store. They, in this case, they went to uh, another streamer's Discord and ranted about it. You know, it, it's this very one to, I'd say one to 10, but it's like a one to one million sort of reaction about it. And I feel like that's what we're seeing more and more on Twitch. Um, with a person like you, you know, you didn't play your game for a couple days. Is that enough of a reason to call you out and publicly try to, I don't know, you mentioned cancel culture. Is that enough to like cancel Nate because he doesn't play Elder Scrolls Online 24-7? Is it enough to cancel me because I criticized the video game for some very real critiques? Is a second sub-only stream enough reason to cancel my stream, even though that person doesn't understand why it was a sub-only stream? Like, I wish I knew where this sort of behavior came from. I see it as all very tied together. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the thing with the new council culture is I think people see that there is a power in their voice. And mm-hmm. especially with they don't have then we don't have a lot of power in like, you know, modern politics. We yeah. just have a vote, you know, like but we don't have a direct power to really change a lot of things. And I think this is happening with most celebrities, online content creators and, you know, any anyone that's in so, somewhat in the public eye. I think people see it and they're like, I have the power to do something and where they don't feel like they have any power in their normal day lives. So what they try to do is they try to go out and, you know, negatively impact these these broad these broadcasters media figures and stuff like that and they try to they try to find all the dirt or and then what's even crazier about it's like there was a while back when someone was taking clips and out of context and they were clipping out of context and sending it to people that try to make them mad at me and that's one of those things where it's almost like if even if you are squeaky clean and they don't have anything on you they have the ability to try to find or find a way of like how reality TV manipulates situations, make them seem way worse. And then we're going to project that on other people to try to cancel you or, you know, bring you down as well. God, it makes me feel sad for people that try and do that. And I don't mean to be the streamer on high just saying that, but like there is actually a little bit of sadness that comes into play there because if people only just took that behavior and applied it to their daily life, like if they took that, that urge to cancel and they took it into the day job and they actually had that conversation they've been wanting to have with their boss for the last 15 years and finally said, no, I'm, I'm ready for this project. I see a lot of them kind of not doing decisions like that. And instead, like you said, they they take it out online. No, I'll just be, you know, I'll just get my butt whipped at work. It's fine. I won't stand up for myself. Instead, I'm going to continue that negative behavior online. I'm going to go after someone else and, you know, harass them for their thing. It's, a, it's hmm. I, this, this episode is a little bit more about like how, like just ideas in the community. And some of these episodes, I'm sure are going to be like this in the future where some of them will be direct advice for you guys doing your streams and others will be more philosophical like this. Like how, how does that behavior impact people? But if you're okay with it, I'll, I'll, I'll veer this back on track for just a second and say, we started with the framework of who owns your content. And we shared three really good examples of people that do not own our content. They are not I guess by def- definition, they're not very good community members, right? They're not, they're not promoting positivity or betterment in our communities. So 
Who does own the content? Is it the viewer? Is a follow enough to buy your content? Because it's definitely not for me. You know, in the case of that person that doesn't want to come back because of a, you know, one-off substream or criticism of a game or because we're not playing the game, I consider myself better off without them. I don't know if you, where you stand on that, Nate. Nah, 100% agree. Like, when the person said they can leave, the thing is, is there's 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 like 8.4 million broadcasters on the platform. There's even more people that watch the platform. Um, and the, this is just Twitch, you know, whatever mm-hmm. platform you're at, you're either more or less. So at the same time, it's like you it's better off. They do leave because if, if they're not going to sit there and watch you play something else or like they're upset with the changes that are going to come along. It's it's overall it is it you it is your content. This is what you're putting out. This is what you're projecting. If someone doesn't like it or you want to change, imagine it. Imagine if uh, like a huge YouTuber like PewDiePie in he because he got big off of um, playing scary games. So he played scary games all the way to now. He wouldn't be as large as he is. So it's almost like one of those things where he he realized. Okay, well, I was doing really good with this, and my my viewers are going to be upset if I switch gears. And he switched gears, and he benefited from it. So that's where the thing where it's like one person leaving may be hard if you only have 50 follows. But I promise you there will be more people to come that will enjoy your content and will enjoy all multiple forms of your content, even if you want to switch games. So. Yeah, and I think these sort of people are going to blow up someday or other. You know what I mean? Like, they're going to, it's going to happen sometime. If it's not today, it'll be in six months. So, and they might hurt a lot more people in your community between now and then. And I am going to dip down a couple lines here, Nate, and call out the, I don't know if anyone's seen this in their chat, but I get this. I've seen this on occasion. I'd say most streamers have seen it, unless you're brand new. Streamer, play the game! That's a that's a comment I love to get in chat because I do the same thing you just said. If I see someone that comes into my chat for like the first time, and I've now set up, by the way, my Moobot. Moobot greets people that have come in and said their very first message in chat. So it's very obvious who is a first time person. And if I see something like that and it's like a first time thing or I'll, I might look at their chat log and, you know, they've not... I, I just do for my own gratification, right? So I'm curious. I'm, I, I want to peek into the mind of someone that would yell at a streamer to play the game instead of conversing with their community. And uh, I love to tell them, yeah, hey, you know what? We're, we're having a great conversation right now. This is us uh, building community and we're, we're chatting about our days and all that sort of stuff. And like people oftentimes come to Twitch just for the community, not so much the gameplay. Otherwise, you'd probably just be playing it by yourself right now. So uh, you might want to look at someone else that's doing more of that content that's up your alley. I get it sometimes with PvP too, right? I'll be doing like, a, I'll be in the middle of a dungeon. They're like, I want you to PvP. It's like, well, Again, who has ownership of this? You don't know me. You've never watched my stream before. Otherwise, you wouldn't be saying something like that. It's kind of that idea. You got to let those people roll off. I think those ones are particularly trolls. But I feel real sad for the person that's not a genuine troll saying that. Like, your manners are just way out of whack, apparently. Yeah, I have a, I have a couple things for this one. Yeah, please, um, one's a, one's a little diversion away from, it, but the other one's this is when people come in and they're like play the game, and you're literally sitting there with like you have like because I do a lot. Like we we are very very vocal. We like to have conversations about just random stuff, whatever it be. We have conversations, and like I'll be sitting there and I'll just like you know I'll be like waiting in the lobby or I'll just be like. I was doing something and I just decided to stand around and I'm like having a full blown conversation and like AFK and 
we have like you know and then someone's like play the game you never do anything you're not doing anything right now it's like for one 150 other people in here are participating in a full-blown conversation about said thing and you want to do you want to deter what 150 people are like talking about so i can play a game and you know not be able to focus 100 on what's this really like intriguing conversation like no and that's the thing it goes back to the entitlement but with the little changes, what you said a lot earlier, it was when someone comes in and tells you to play a different game. Or they're like, you know, play Fortnite, play this, or why don't you? Um, and th- this is more for the content. Or this is for the content creator out there. Is when when you're a broadcaster, you'll get a lot where there people don't understand why you're playing a certain game, if it be ASO or anything along those lines. And they'll be like, and it happens a lot more with people you actually know IRL. And they'll be like, why aren't you playing Fortnite now? If you're playing Fortnite, you'd probably have like 4K viewers and stuff like that. Because people don't understand the Twitch matrix and how everything works, or the metrics and how everything works along those lines. And that was one thing I didn't get to say a little bit earlier. But if you do have people that come in and they're IRL friends and they think they know best... It's it like I would acknowledge it and be like, oh, no, you know, like and then explain to him why you're not playing like a game like Fortnite or like World of Warcraft and why you're playing Elder Scrolls. I think that's a very huge thing to uh, to let them know, because if it's someone that, you know, IRL, that's just one thing I really wanted to address, because I have a lot of IRL friends try to try to do that to me as well. And that's kind of what I wanted to segue off on that real quick before going back to the main plot. Oh, you're fine. Segue away. I'm all about it. I, I don't really have many IRL friends that play, uh, uh, you know, that come watch Twitch. So I, I, I don't have that evidence myself. And I, I like that you shared that. There is something to be said. What, what I heard there in particular is there's that a lot of us, and I know I'm guilty of this too, in, in different arenas in life, thinking that the outsider knows best, right? Well, why don't they just... Well, there's a lot of reasons why they don't just because politics is complicated, because game design is complicated, because streaming is, surprise, complicated. You know, there's a lot of different metrics that go into a lot of different decision making in many different aspects of life. That's why, you know, you can't just write your local representative and boom, every problem you wrote about is just instantly solved. You know, life is, again, shocker complicated there are these different things and so when i heard you saying well why don't you just play Fortnite? you'd be you know famous by now or something it's because again you know as a streamer you kind of know this and if you're a new streamer you're going to learn this and especially listening to the show you're going to learn that some things are metrics driven you know last week we talked about stuff like that too you know you got to play things that make you happy that's why maybe you're not playing that other game that you actually despise you know why don't you want to play Fortnite? well i hate first person shooters or third person shooters i hate all shooters i'm not kyle here is not a shooter player so it's just um i think that ties right back into that entitlement right that's an entitled kind of view why don't you just well maybe i don't because you just don't know what you're talking about as a you know someone that's maybe never tried to stream on twitch but you're making demands of streamers or something so i don't know i think this is is such interesting i don't know if that ties into it might just ram yeah i mean yeah it happens a lot with um 
when you because I went from variety mm-hmm. but to uh to a single directory thing. So I still got people to come in like, oh, are you still playing ESO? Why don't you just play this? Why don't you just play that? And like the why don't you just stuff? And it's like people don't really understand how like the, how everything goes. And that that's one of the things. And it's like at the end of the day, you are the content creator. You know what's best for you. No one cares. Like it, it, when people try to say these things. It's like they think they know what's going on, but they don't really know. Like only you know what's best for you mm-hmm. and what's best for your content. You can try new things, you know, like and that that's like the massive thing. It's just like when you have like those people that come in and want you to play different things and try to dictate what you're going to do on your broadcast. Just don't just don't let them. You're in charge of your you're in charge of everything. It's your you. It's your body. You do. You do what you want to <laughs> do. It's your mind, man. Like it's like. If you whatever direction you want to take it, this is yours. Don't let anyone else take this away from you because this is one of the most liberating, best feelings in the world is being a content creator and be able to do what you want to do at any time. It is the best feeling in the world. It's the most liberating. Yeah. And I I think there's something to be said, too. You know, if people are suggesting games politely, um, I've never thought of this before because I'm not a variety gamer. I'm actually one of those gamers that I love certain video games and I will play them basically to death, but I am not true variety, right? Like I will play one game for about four months and then another for four months, but I'm not switching every day, right? Like that's just not my thing. But I think if you're someone that is open to that kind of behavior, you could always start like a suggestions channel in Discord, which is a really nice way to divert this because I, I want to chime in and say I though I completely agree with what you just said I also think you maybe in some cases want to be slash need to be etc cetera, etc cetera, want to be a little tactful with it because I think there's sometimes you know I, I've had occasions where I'm just annoyed and I'm like no I'm not gonna play Fortnite and I you know it's because I've been asked that question before and I'm so I'm just annoyed but then there's other times like if I can tell it's a really good natured person and I think I don't remember if it was the beginning of this episode or last you know the curse of back to back recordings I can't remember if well I said before you know about the age it was in this one I said you know sometimes you could tell they're younger and if I see someone that I can tell is younger and they're saying well why don't you go play this game I'll try and explain it for them sometimes you know I might take the extra moment and be like hey you know yeah I'm not a shooter person I don't like that also I you know, as an MMO streamer, I, I try and keep my genre to things that are like fantasy and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, I think maybe the, the idea of diverting, I, I'll, I'll sometimes just entertain people. I mean, we are entertainers. And I'll just listen to them and be like, oh, yeah, so what about that game? And I don't always care about it, and I'm not probably ever going to play it. But I wanna, I'll ask them why they like it, or, or my favorite one is I'll ask them why they think I should play it. And I'll be like, well, knowing my content, so why do you think I would like that game? that's fascinating sometimes people just want to be heard too so i think the discord channel is really good is if someone suggests you play superman 64 Mm -hmm. no one's watching on twitch terrible idea but you know at least people are heard and they post something and they you know they they get like they know that it's out there and stuff so that that's another good way of dealing with that for sure like trying to like de-escalate where it could go crazy because i think you're right don't let them control the show top to bottom you know you're not going to just quit what you're doing right now to go play Fortnite because they told you to but like you just said i think people just like to be heard so it's a way to do it it's just a thought just you know i've not even tried that myself other than just trying to hear them out like i said i love to ask why they think it would be a solid fit for my community that's that's always fun but um it's really you that owns the show like nate said you 
you run it, you should feel liberated with it. So take those suggestions versus the demands and and kind of parse that out however you want to do it. Now, we're kind of in the last 20 minutes of the show. You know, we could wrap this a little bit early. Is there anything else you want to talk about here in this one, Nate? Anything else towards this this concept? Any? I could probably Subs ramble about this forever. Donos. Mm, I did miss over that one. Go for it. Yeah. So one huge thing with um, when people when people. This is the, the I think we we actually kind of covered a slight bit of this in uh, the vampire leeching type things. Yeah. And when but when people donate to you or sub to you, sometimes they feel you owe them because they use the, their five dollars and or ten dollars, twenty dollars, whatever they donate. And they get to dictate where you're either lit that this has happened to me where they there's here's ten bucks. Listen to the song. I'm like, no. Like, listen, like, I will listen to this one song, and if I don't like it, I'll turn it off, but do not donate money to me to listen to music. I'm going to listen to what I want to listen to because that's what mood I'm in. And, or like, or like people that sub or drop sub bombs, and then they think that then they can dictate what you're doing. Oh, I, I did this. Well, looks like you're not getting any more donated subs um, because you're playing a game I do not like. And, or like, you know, you're shifting your content a different way. So, one thing I really want to like bring up is just don't, just don't let people dictate what you do, man. It's, it is your, it's your stream. It's your stream. Never let people do that. I, I I so agree with that. I couldn't agree more. I think that there's some fun ways to to work around that too, right? Like with with our with the technology and I should say the the, the services that have been set up. If you have people doing that to you, there are fun ways that you can actually monetize that, and it works as an amazing troll prevention. And and I, I'm calling it I'm calling them trolls, but I, I'm I'm labeling trolls being the people that are like. I just did 10 subs. Why don't I get to run the show? Like, why isn't it mine now? Well, okay. First of all, unless I explicitly say it, 10 subs doesn't just randomly buy you anything, right? Like, you can't just walk into Target, buy some gum, and then dictate what direction the store takes their policies in the future. Hello? When has that ever been the way things have worked real life? Like, that's not true. Um, not on the small scale of, like, 10 subs. Like, that might be a lot to some people, but it's it's not that much money, right? Like, it's not enough to change my whole show however you can kind of work in some fun things i added one and i'm only starting to toy around with it from stream elements where you can do like a, a media player so they can at the donate page choose if they want to play uh, a video on stream and it has troll security sort of things like the video can't be you know under a certain amount of likes versus dislikes etc etc but they also are paying for how long the video plays on stream, which is such an interesting diversion um, when it comes down to people coming into chat and just trying to force it. Now you have a mechanism set up for it. And I'm trying to think it's on the tip of my tongue. I had another really good one that was like that. Oh, it happens with Louie. So my dog's in the background of the screen or the stream all the time. And sometimes I will get a total novice person to stream. This came by for the first time. And they kind of have that little edgy attitude to them. Like, feed your dog a treat. Well, my stream actually has a mechanic set up for that. And it's explained in the panels below and in a bot command. Where if you donate 200 bits, Louie gets a small treat. 800 bits, he gets a big treat. So anytime they come in and demand that, usually one of my, uh, my mods goes, here you go. And they, they you know mash the command button at them. Or they'll say like, Donate 200 bits, he'll do a treat or something like that. 
it's this fun, I don't know, it makes me feel good on the inside, Nate. I'm not going to lie. It's kind of like a little bit of a, it's a little bit of a, a, a malicious happiness. I get like, I'm happy that the trolling behavior got curtailed before it even started, where we've got this system. And so instead of them being able to like demand it and, you know, force it or try and buy it, there's already a mechanism because if they don't do 200 or 800 bits, Louie doesn't get a treat. You know, 5,000 bits does not buy Louie a treat. It's 200 or 800. They can't abuse the system. And I want people out there in chat to take that into mind. If you're getting people demanding, like, I want song request. Fine. You can have song request if you, you know, use whatever I've set up with Streamlabs or Stream Elements or whatever that buys the song request for you. There are ways to kind of monetize it in a way. And I'm not, you don't have to do that, right? Like, I'm not saying got to monetize, but there are mechanisms set up that can kind of funnel people, I guess might be the word for it. I don't know. Yeah, it, And that's one, the, one, the biggest, the biggest point out of all this uh, with the Hugh owns your content and how we can make this like a pretty good like statement is that you set the pace of your show. Mm -hmm. So if at the beginning of how everything goes, you do not let people dictate your show. You run the show. Don't let people walk over you, which is going to be hard, especially if you're beginning or just starting out. But you set that pace. The time you let one person walk over you, you let all of them walk over you because it's like the take an in or you give an inch and they take a mile. That is a very true statement. People will eat you up and spit you out. So <laughs> when it comes down to it, like if, if you are getting it and you get to a certain point, you just need to be like, OK, listen, I'm going to put this here. This is what it is. You know, like you, you will got to pay money for it or maybe have points set up in your stream. You had to watch an hour before you even get a chance to give it or, you know, so request a song because it takes points or something along those lines. Just try to. If that is what you're about, do it. If you want to open it up as a little treat for them, you can do that. But just be stern with it. Like, where's the song request? Oh, no, I just don't feel like having song requests on today. Or, oh, no, I don't feel like doing this today. You know, like, take charge of your own destiny. Take charge of your show. Take charge of everything. Because don't let anyone dictate what you're doing. Because overall, it's, it is you. It is you that makes the choices in your stream. Clap, 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 clap. I love that. That was actually the perfect way to end it. Um, and I, I think the one thing I'd like to just tack on the end, which is completely unrelated, is, God, song requests have caused so much drama for me in the past. Have you have you done them, like, other than what you told us earlier about not liking them? Have you ever tried nope. them? Don't do them. Not at all. I did it once, just as an experiment to see what it'd be like. People got into so many fights with one another because I had the vote feature on that they could change the song off if they didn't like it. And then people <laughs> got upset that their song was outvoted. I got to say, guys, in all this, I think song requests are the perfect example to show. But also, may I warn you, song requests are a dumpster fire, a moving dumpster fire. Like someone has shoved the dumpster on fire at you. They are just a disaster. Please do not do them unless you absolutely love them. They are, this is my warning as a streamer, they are yikes. But I think you're right. I think when you decide the points or any of that structure, you are, you are still taking charge of your content in that way. So let's call it quits here. What do you say? Wanna do, uh, I'm okay with it. We could do a full episode next week on actual Twitch etiquette. Things like 
mm, promoting your stream in other channels? Question mark. No, things like oh, that. <laughs> I'll just that's that's the freebie this week. That's the bonus. Oh, that's the uh, yeah, foreshadowing. There we go. Don't do it. I just had to ban someone the other day for it. I was like, man, you know better. That's why I'm banning you. Like I, I talking with them, they're like, I didn't blah, blah, blah. and I was like, okay, we can't do this, you know, and it's no. So please don't do that. Please be courteous of your fellow streamers. That's in in between now and next week. Be courteous to them. But uh, next week we'll record an episode for you that's all about uh, the etiquette and kind of pros cons. Uh, this is a great chance to write into the show as well. Path to partner podcast at gmail.com. What is the Twitch etiquette you feel like is violated the most often or which one's bugging you? Because, you know, Nate and I can only really see the Twitch etiquette that comes our way, the violations we see that make us cringe. Uh, if you've got, you know, a unique case or whatever, you're finding something to be really prevalent in the community, send it to us because we would love to know. And we'd love to talk about that. So that's path to partner podcast at gmail.com. And before I pass to Nate, I want to remind everyone that all of our links are in the show notes. So you can click over on that, your podcast player, wherever you're listening to this, you can just grab all the links we're about to share. But now I do the passing. Nate, where can they find you between now and next week? Perfect. Twitch.tv slash gnarly underscore Nate and at Instagram and Twitter at gnarly underscore Nate TTV. Excellent. I am over at twitch.tv forward slash Kyle Dempster Studios. That's Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday starting at 4 p.m. Eastern time. I'm also over on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash Kyle Dempster STU. So that will do us for the going to wrap this one up. Oh, I always forget. I'm, I'm always tacking on Discord at the end. If you want to ask us questions in, in, in kind of a more real-time format, we're both in the Discord server over at Discord. Can't speak right now. Discord.gg forward slash KDS. Nice and easy for you guys. Um, and if you need ex- like different links to the show, I should also promote this. There is the website, KyleDempsterStudios.com forward slash podcast. So if you don't know, we are on iTunes, Google Play, uh, Spotify, I think soon to YouTube, question mark. That's something we've been talking about. Uh, so there's a bunch of different places to find us. In the meantime, go over there. Send the link to any friends that you think might be, be enjoying the show as well. And we'd love your ratings on any of those platforms, too. That really helps over on iTunes to get that kind of feedback. It gets the word of the show out there, etc., etc. Okay, we'll let these fine folks go this week. You guys have a fantastic rest of your week. Good luck on Twitch, everyone, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Are you anxious for the work week? Do you lose some of your days off to worrying? Our new sponsor, Sunday Scaries, is here to help you take the edge off, chill yourself out, or endure lunch with your extended family. Sunday Scaries products are made with the highest quality, full-spectrum CBD sourced directly from family-owned hemp farms in Colorado. There's no THC in their products, so while you may experience a mild and calming euphoria, you won't get high. Head to bit.ly forward slash Kyle CBD and use code Kyle for 10% off each and every order. Now, this doesn't apply to subscriptions, but each and every time you check out, you can use the code Kyle. It's a multiple use code, saves you 10%, gives a massive kickback to the show. So head over to bit.ly forward slash Kyle CBD and use code Kyle at checkout. I love Sunday Scaries products and I hope you will too.